Good afternoon. You're listening to KGPR, Great Falls at 89.9 FM. I am Matt Donnelly, and here in the studio with me is percussionist from the Great Falls Symphony, Lori Wenger. Welcome. Good to be here. Thank you, and thank you for coming in. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Well, I was born in Great Falls and went to school at Lewis and Clark and East Middle School in Great Falls High. Mm. So I'm a I'm a local girl. <laughs> um, I went to school at MSU and got my degree in music ed and came back and started teaching in 1980 and was here the entire time of my career till I retired in 2016. And what? Why has percussion? Um, and actually, why percussion? And how did it stand out for you as as far as an instrument of choice? When I was a really little girl, my next door neighbor Jack, he um, played in the uh, drum and bugle corps for the Elks, and so I was always over at his house, and he was always drumming, and so I just decided right then that that's what I was going to play, and there was not. Nobody was going to change my mind about that. They tried to get me to play the violin, which I think would have been a disaster, but <laughs> it was percussion or nothing for me. Wow. And what kind of percussion is your favorite, most of all? Well, I like it all. I like playing mallets, the, the marimba, xylophone, that kind of thing. But I really like playing all the little instruments like the triangle and the tambourine. Those are, I think those are really fun to play because they have such unique sounds. Mm-hmm. Especially the marimba, since it's got some deep tones, and yes. there's something very mesmerizing yet relaxing about the very, marimba. Very mellow, very mellow instrument. It's pleasant to listen to. Mm-hmm. And what are some of your musical influences? Um, probably one of my biggest was probably Bill Larson. He was my mm-hmm. high school band director, and I think he probably influenced me the most to go into music education. Mm-hmm. He he just gave me a great love for music, and it, once I was in high school, there really wasn't any other thing I wanted to do. So I think he was one of the big ones. Not even a choir like in Delphian? <laughs> no, I you know, I didn't sing in, in choir. I just was totally band and orchestra, mm-hmm. just totally a percussionist. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I think he, I think he was probably a very strong influence for me. Yeah, because I know that Bill Larson has influenced a lot of uh, people in the education system, and a lot of uh, the and some of the musicians in the Great Falls Symphony as well. Yeah, quite a, quite a number. That I went to school with a lot of people, John Gimberling mm-hmm. and his brothers, and just just many 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 folks that have been teachers or. Just, just lots of friends, but he would have, he would have, he had a big influence, mm-hmm. for sure. And I know that uh, everybody likes to talk about Bill Larson, mm-hmm. and there's even like a little tribute to him in the symphony programs uh, last right. last year that um, that he was definitely friends with the pretty much friends of the symphony practically. Yeah, he was very much so. He was a very strong supporter of of music and education. And what are some of your favorite composers? Oh, I, you know, I like I like so many. I I like I really like Gershwin, mm-hmm. Rachmaninoff. Um, I like Beethoven. Mm-hmm. I like jazz. <laughs> you know, lots and lots of jazz. I like the big band stuff. Mm-hmm. And, well, me too. It's yeah, wonderful it's stuff. Just it's just great music. I I think on my on my radio in my car I have it tuned to seriously Sinatra so Oh that's some good music right there yeah, Frank Sinatra is. and the Rat Pack and yeah. and even uh, 
songs that are influenced by Frank Sinatra as well. Yes, very much so. I really enjoy that. But And talking about the marimba, I know the marimba um, does play a key role in jazz, especially uh, jazz artists like Cal Jader or... Um, Gosh, there's like a few others out there um, in the in the jazz world that play a lot of marimba, or Dave Samuels of uh, Spirogyra as well too. Right, and 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 the vibraphone is probably another real strong jazz instrument. Yes, um, Gary Burton, mm-hmm. you know, Lionel Hampton. Oh yeah, the, mm-hmm. those guys were were jazz vibists, and I like to play vibes too. That's pretty fun. Have you ever played any jazz music at I, all in concerts? I did a long time ago. I. Um, when I was in high school, I was in jazz band. Um, once I got to college, I didn't do that. I didn't focus on that quite as much. I like to listen to it, but I didn't play a lot. Mm. And how did you get to get the opportunity to be a part of the symphony? Well, when I was in high school, uh, Dennis Dell was my, actually my percussion teacher. Mm. And I was probably 16, and they needed some percussion, and and so there were a couple of us that he brought into the symphony then, and I've pretty much been there since, except for the years I went to college. Um, but I think he, I think he was probably the one to get me started in that. And I know Dennis Dell has been a timpani player in the symphony for decades. Yes, and he's still playing. <laughs> yes, he is. He's he's a, you know, I think one of the things that. I find to be the best part of the symphony is our percussion section. It's kind of a, a pay it forward section because mm-hmm. Dennis was my teacher and he, um, I started Meredith mm-hmm. in fifth grade and then he was her teacher through high school, private teacher. Oh. And Jake and Ben who play in the symphony were my students. So I just kind of feel like we're giving back to Great Falls by Helping young younger people become that part of that symphony, I think that's really fun. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that that's the strong part of our section. Uh, kind of keeping the beat to Great Falls, being yes. that heartbeat of Great Falls, practically. Yes, you know, and just paying back to a community that's so supportive of arts, education, and music. And I know that uh, since you've been a percussion player with the symphony for years and years. Uh, what are so, can you share us like any funny like any fun stories or any anecdotes um, in relation to being in the symphony? I think my favorite concert of all was when Yo Yo Ma was here, and I mm. think what what made it so interesting is the first downbeat of the of the of the program. The, the scores got mixed up. Gordon Mm-mm. gave us this great big huge downbeat for a piece that wasn't a great big huge downbeat. Uh oh. So there was a little snafu there, and so then we continued on with the concert, and then Yo Yo Ma came on stage, and we started to play the piece that he was he was playing with us, and the stage just went dark. It just mm. faded. I don't know if somebody had hit a button backstage, mm-hmm. and it it we were totally in the dark and. You know, the lights came back up, and Yo-Yo Ma just shrugged like, well, those things happen. <laughs> it, was, it was good to see someone who's such a fine musician just be a regular old human being. Just be a good sport about uh, yes. the, the technical difficulties that were uh, happening. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the beauty of live music. It's not perfect, and that's mm-hmm. okay. And it's all about the music and, 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 peop- and the talent put forth into it that people 
come that that people want to come to enjoy. Exactly, that's true. And which concert sticks out the most? That is pretty much your favorite concert that you've ever performed in, besides the Yo Yo Ma. But uh, I'm pretty sure there's lots of others that really are pretty much the best in your career. Well, I I'm one of those people that enjoys the Christmas concert an awful lot. I've mm-hmm. I've enjoyed all of them. Um, a couple years ago, we played a, a piece that was a about a skier going down a hill, and that was Ooh. really that mm-hmm. was really fun. I, 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 so I enjoyed the Christmas concerts. I love to play sleigh ride; it's my favorite. Um, you know, there's been so many. Mm-hmm. I, I've I think a couple of times I've we've played Beethoven's Ninth, and I really like that. So I'm glad we're playing that this year too. Uh, I, We've just had so many concerts with so many beautiful performers, piano players, mm-hmm. you know, just it's hard to single one out that, to, that that's my favorite. And I know that there was another percussion, another marimba player that came to town, uh, Evelyn Glenny. I mean, that she was amazing. Yeah, she was. She was totally amazing. Um, so, you know, that was very, that was really cool to see her and to see just what a fine musician she was with her hearing not being there, you know, with that hearing loss. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was, that was a very fun concert. She was very talented. Practically feeling the music yes. and the beat right. um, from her uh, from her feet all from, the way up to her hands. Exactly. Yeah. And she was, she was just a very kind person. And it just goes to prove that never let a disability get in the way. Exactly. Exactly. And what was your favorite experience while being in the symphony? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think what, what I enjoy is seeing how much the audience appreciates all the concerts that we mm-hmm. do. Um, they, they are so appreciate, appreciative of the talent on stage. Um, they are so supportive of the community. And just to to look out in the audience and watch their enjoyment, mm-hmm. um, I, I find that exhilarating all the time. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that keeps me playing is to is that audience. Because if the audience isn't there, what's the sense of playing, you know? Exactly. And and everybody loves the symphony concerts. I, I've been going to the Great Falls Symphony concerts for years, and I know I've always seen you there playing the percussion. And it's just wonderful, um, with uh, especially with Gordon conducting and even uh, now Grant Harville. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both, you know, there were even a couple conductors that were there before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Gordon sticks out an awful lot because he was such a such a member of the community. Mm-hmm. I would be at Sunnyside teaching my band class and Gordon would be out in the hall putting up bulletin boards or sitting <laughs> reading to kids. And I think that I think that made him extremely successful and why people really loved the symphony. I think he helped bring that about, that it was really a part of Great Falls because he was a part of Great Falls. And speaking of schools, I know that you taught music in the Great Falls Public Schools for many years. Um, actually, for many a wonderful decade, I should say. Uh, 36. 36, <laughs> yep. And can you tell us how you got to teach band and other activities? Well, I was, when when I gra- I graduated from college at kind of an odd time, I, I graduated in December. I stu- had student taught that fall, and they called and said, well, there's two jobs open in Great Falls for the second semester. There's eighth grade general music or working with um, special needs kids. And I thought, 
well, I don't think I want to do eighth, eighth grade general music, so I think I'll go with the special needs kids. And I think mm-hmm. it was probably the, the most rewarding part of my whole teaching experience. Um, I really learned how to teach then because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you learned how to, you, you learned how to break things down and you, you know, you learned, you had to get right down to the basics. And I think it made me a better teacher all, all the way around. So I, I really enjoyed that part. And so I w- did that for, I think, for, for 14 years. And then, you know, but budget things come into play. And so then I, I started doing elementary instrumental music for halftime. And then I was at East doing band and a little bit of general music. And that was only a couple years. And then I went full-time elementary um, band until I retired. And I remember... This was a long. T- I know that uh, that you were my first music teacher, and here's a little anecdote that Lori Winger was my first music teacher, and she pretty much helped me widen my palette of this wonderful music. And I was I was at Skyline Preschool year, and I got to meet you, and you have taught me so much about about music, and I was just it just opened up a whole new world to me, especially a, a kid who's about three or four years old, and I was having a tough time trying to talk because I had a, a really bad stuttering problem, and I did have, a, I, I do have a disability, and it's autism, and then that's how I started out doing pre through K in Skyline, and that's how I got to meet you. Yeah, I remember you very well. Mm-hmm. You were you were just a little guy. I think you were maybe three, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you, you loved to sing. You mm. had a beautiful little singing voice. You just <laughs> loved to sing. But I think what stuck out the most to me was we would we would play little instruments to, mm-hmm. to music. And um, there's an instrument that was kind of similar to castanets. Mm-hmm. And you called them the clackers. Clackers. <laughs> and you really liked to play the clackers. And you kind of would get kind of mad when you didn't get to play the clackers. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... But we learned to go through that and that you could play other instruments, too. And so I kind of was kind of a surprise that you didn't become a percussionist. <laughs> yeah, I almost thought about that. But, but well, it's never too late. I can always That's right. uh, I can always uh, do I can play a little bit of percussion. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, but I, I, I do remember uh, you always came in with the you also play the guitar, too. Yes, I did. I did. It was an easy, I was traveling from school to school to school to school, mm-hmm. and that was just easier to have with me because then I, I had some music that I didn't have to go find a piano or, or anything like that. So it was easy to just carry that guitar with me to sing songs with you guys. And I always looked forward to you coming to class. We would say, hey, hey, Miss Lori, how's it going? <laughs> and yeah, and then you bring a, a a red, actually, it was a red radio <laughs> with a, a, a two cassette te- cassette decks right there yeah. in the in the red radio, and and also the, uh, we would always play tapes of mo- mainly children's songs that we would love to sing along to. Yeah, we we had a lot of fun songs. Did a lot of Sharon Lois and Bram and mm-hmm. yeah, lots of those 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 artists, and they were really they were really fun. Actually, they came to Great Falls and did mm. did some did a concert. So. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it's like that. That was one of my other first musical influences as well. Was Sharon Lois and Bram with the the, the one elephant went out to play song Ex- and exactly. that, that, all the kids at Skyline loved to sing that. And also, I let's see, I'm trying to think back a long time ago here. <laughs> 
with my little mind and everything, you know, thinking about absorbing all this music with a little mind, you know, with, the, with that's helped make our minds grow. Um, and that's how we all learn music. Exactly. And you, you were, you took everything in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, you just, there wasn't anything I could do that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, you could, I could tell that it was a, a real positive thing for you. And I think it is a positive thing for people. I think, mm-hmm. I think it, it just, it can make you happy. It can mellow you out. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, music's great. And, and like I said, music will always be a part of my life. And thanks to you, it helped me, it helped open up a new world with uh, with you being at Skyline and playing the clackers. And I think <laughs> I played some other instruments too, like oh. uh, some other, like uh, maybe the bongos and the vibra slap. And, right. and, but we didn't get to piano, but. <laughs> no, we, we, did, we didn't. It was, kind of, it, it was kind of hard to haul that piano in there all the time, but we had a lot of fun when we were doing that. I remember it very well. And I also remember uh, Chief Joseph, mm-hmm. you know, kindergarten, and uh, actually K through one. That uh, mm-hmm. I always, I always look forward to co- having you come in, um, and we always look forward to the music segment. And I believe it was like on every Friday afternoon, you would come in, bring your guitar, and and we would just um, do all sorts of one, um, wonderful children's music. Yeah, and we had a lot of fun, and that was kind of that was what was fun for me when I was doing that. The, the special needs is that mm-hmm. I could see kids from when they started when they were three years old, mm-hmm. and then I carried them through until they got through into first or second grade. And mm-hmm. then a lot of those kids I saw later on, we had uh, an instrumental music program mm-hmm. within there, the Great Expectations Band, and so we taught them to play percussion and brass instruments. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, got, I got to be real close to a lot of the kids that I saw from the very beginning when they were when they were really little just th- just 3 year olds and music really helps a lot in the special education to embrace the wonderful power of music exactly and i think it's it's a way f- it's a, it's a way of expression when when maybe sometimes we can't express things other ways but you can through music and also remember that I think you were part of a Christmas concert back in Chief Joseph as well, too, that we would uh, sing um, kind of well, actually different Christmas songs than Jingle Bells uh-huh. and what have you, like Down the Holiday Trail and uh, right. When You Come to the End of a Lollipop. Very uh-huh. obscure uh, children's <laughs> songs for <laughs> for Christmas, but uh, but uh, we would it would stand out from all the uh, from all the rest when, when everybody wants to sing traditional christmas songs right we 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 like to be a little bit more unusual mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun and, and you were definitely one of the best music teachers i've ever had well, i appreciate that thank you i'm i'm glad that you remembered me from a long time ago but we don't want to make it too long because then that makes us be kind of old and <laughs> nah. if we want to do that <laughs> that's good to reminisce yes, plus it is. Uh, thanks to um helping me broaden my love for music. I've, I now collect music and I now broadcast music as well, too, of all sorts here on KGPR. How long have you been working here? 18 years. Oh my gosh. I love it. I bet you do. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool. I, I listen to you a lot. Oh, thank you. And, and so do my, my dogs. I have, I have <laughs> five miniature schnauzers and they have, they have a room with their kennels in it. And I always turn on that station for them to listen to. They're great opera fans. Ah, okay. <laughs> a dog like opera. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely calms them down. It, it does. 
It does. And that's the same way with uh, how music connects with those who have special needs. Exactly. That they need to the music to calm them down. And that's exactly what I needed um, besides playing the clackers. But I just needed like some like the classical music um, world. I think we've um, covered that in um, in all the times that uh, you taught music. For, for, for younger kids, music is a great focuser. Mm-hmm. It, it can really bring you in and... So if your if your mind is going ninety miles an hour, sometimes it can just you know bring it right in and and let you focus. And you know, it used to, I know that a lot of times they use music to calm kids um, when mm-hmm. they're a little bit anxiety when they have a little bit of anxiety, and mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just the best. <laughs> and uh, what is your perspective on how music education has become a vital part of the community, and how can we keep that? How can we keep it that way, and how can we keep it going on for years to come? You know, Great Falls has been an avid supporter of all the arts for as long as I can remember. Um, and the music department in Great Falls has been strong. They're, they they constantly win uh, awards for the 100 best. I think they've won the 100 best communities for music for mm-hmm. quite a number of years. And I, I think that comes from the public really supporting Mm-hmm. And they they go to the concerts, they see their kids, they want that to continue. There's been times, you know, when you get budget crunches where all we've had to say is, you know, they're, they're, you know, things are getting tight and the parents come right behind us. You know, they, they've, so they've supported the music department forever, for as long as I can, can remember. And I hope that that continues. And I think it will, because if you go to a concert in any building, mm-hmm. you, it's, it's, you can't find a seat because p- people enjoy watching their kids do something really, really positive. And it is really, really positive mm-hmm. and it's enjoyable. And it, it just, it's, it's great to see people get together and, and create that one thing that, that, that music. Mm-hmm. And there's gotta, there's like so many ways to keep it that way to make Great, uh, Great Falls embrace music and be music as part of the heartbeat of Great Falls. Right, and I, I think, I think the community, I think things like the symphony when they do the children's concert, that mm-hmm. that brings people in. They see what music does for their kids. They see, they see people that they, they see out in the community. I mean, there's lawyers or doctors or teachers, mm-hmm. and and they see those people and they can relate to them. Mm-hmm. And I think then they go, okay, well. These these people came from somewhere, you know. They it, they we we have to support that in our in our schools, and and I think they really do. I think the more we're visible, the better the community has a chance of supporting us. And and we need that music to remain a vital part of the community even after COVID hit. It did, you know, and it was interesting to see the different kinds of things that. We that they created so that we could continue to make music. You know, there were they some entrepreneur came up with bell covers on the end of of instruments so that all those germs were kind of being blocked, and then you could spread people out on the stage, and mm-hmm. and they were still able to do some some music not after after a fashion after that first big scare mm-hmm. that we had. Um, so you know, even even then we were able to communicate. We did things. I remember. They weren't able to do like demonstrations for kids for mm-hmm. the next year. So the symphony put together, had some different people put together a, a video 
mm-hmm. about different families of instruments, and that was really fun. I had a I had a couple students do the one with me, mm-hmm. and it, that, that was you know they just were so many different creative ways that we could still bring music to mm-hmm. the to the people of Great Falls. And the music still prevails. It does. It does. It always will. I I truly believe that. And going back to teaching, um, have you ever? Um, I think there was one time uh, that uh, we met at East Middle School, sixth grade, and I think you taught general music. And mm-hmm. I remember we did we did percussion and talking about um, classical music and different kinds of instruments in the orchestra, different composers. But also, I remember that I was in choir that year, and I think um, I, you might have, were you involved. I think you might have been involved in, in the choir along with uh, Margaret Nitschke as well as Robin Peterson. Yeah, I, I I did a little bit of team teaching with with Margaret and Ray Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do a lot. The, the choir part was not my strongest part, mm-hmm. but I was I was kind of the one that could I could play the piano, so I could mm-hmm. help a company, and it, and that too was an experience. I finally got back to that eighth grade general music that they kind of tried were trying to get me to do in the beginning, and that was. That was that was interesting. I again, I I learned an awful lot about teaching from teaching that because the 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 kids, it, music was maybe not their best thing because they mm-hmm. weren't in choir, they weren't in band, or they weren't in orchestra, but they still had a real love. They still loved music, and mm-hmm. it just was you had to go in a different door than you did w- with some of the other, you know, teaching band. That's pretty. That's pretty cut and dried, mm-hmm. but. So that was that was fun, but I didn't do that for very long, just maybe a year or two, and then I then I went to full time elementary. Ah, and you taught band in elementary school, yes, right? Yeah, and I I think through all the years with either the special needs or the elementary, I think I taught in every building in Great Falls at mm-hmm. some point in time. Very high demand, <laughs> especially if you're a multi instrumentalist yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. And how can an aspiring percussion seek your services? I know you do teach, uh, you still teach music, uh, but not in the public schools, but more privately. Yeah, I, I do do private lessons. Um, they, they, I think they can, I think there's my information is on the symphony website. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the high school teachers, middle school teachers, um, they have, they have my information. I get lots of referrals from them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I, I really enjoy that, that part of my retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to work with kids one-on-one, and I get all kinds of varying levels of kids. I, I, have, I had a young man last year that won the um, Montana Symphony Association um, Concerto Concert wow. Contest. <laughs> um, and I have kids, I still teach kids with special needs, mm-hmm. and, and, and then everything in between. And I think that's why what I like best is not everybody's the same. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you learn, you take kids where, where they want to go. And I, I, I really enjoy that about the private lessons. And that way people, um, and I know that a lot of students pretty much think that you're a huge influence, especially when they become like the next Emil Richards or the next Paulino da Costa, <laughs> you know, some of the most recorded percussion players in the music industry. I, 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 I hope that I have had a lot of kids go on and continue to play, to to play music. I've had, um, I've I've played along with a lot of my former students, either in symphony, in municipal band, mm-hmm. um, I, and 
you know, not all of them go, grow, go to be professional musicians by mm -hmm. any chance, but music's a big part of their life. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they still play, um, and they still in, enjoy being a part of a group, whether it's a, whether they make their own band and do that kind of music or whether mm -hmm. they're playing. I've had um, students that played in the Helena Symphony. Wow. Um, I, I'd like to think that I gave them a little piece of of music to take with them for forever. Mm -hmm. And once again, how can they seek your services? Um, the, the symphony has my um, information um, on their website. Any of the teachers within the schools, mm -hmm. can they would have my information. And you can... You can contact me um, mm -hmm. if you, if you want me to give my phone number. I can, but um, it's seven five zero six zero eight eight, and you can get in touch with me that way. Excellent, especially if uh, there's even adults that want to um, get back to playing percussion again, or even like me, where I want to uh, learn more about percussion. Um, yeah, you should come visit me. Okay, we, we'd have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I I do have some some older students. I have an older piano student, mm -hmm. um, and she's actually the mom to one of my other students that I had ha previously had. And it was kind of interesting because she said, I, you know, I, I played piano when I was a little kid, mm -hmm. and she said, I hated it. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, how come? She said, because that piano teacher had hit me on the, on the hand with the ruler every ah, time I oh made no. a mistake. <laughs> and I thought, ow. <laughs> but so I, I like getting older kids, mm -hmm. older adults, I think because it's a way to give them music too, you know, and it, it's, it's fun. And it's never too late. To, it's um, never too late. <laughs> never too late. And do you have any closing thoughts on our interview? Well, I, I just, I, you know, music has been such a big part of my life. Um, and I think the symphony has been a big part of that. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think that I think that this, the, the community is so supportive of the symphony, and I think some of the reasons that they're so supportive is that they see the people that they see out on the street, mm -hmm. walking down the street, the, their their kids' school teacher. You know, I think that's really important, and I think this the symphony then pays that forward to those people, and I think that I think we need to do more of that, give of ourselves mm -hmm. to to better our community. And thanks to you that uh, that you've helped us open up a new world to music, especially myself and and being a music collector and 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 being and and like I said, I can never live without music, really. And also, you know, and and you did the same thing with a lot of other people too, um, those with special needs, and even some of your current students that. That thanks to you that you that the this world of music has really grown has really grown big and we need more of that. We sure do, and and I really do. I I I, I love all my private students. They're just the best people, and it's they help me stay a little bit young because <laughs> you know when you when you retire you could get old and crotchety, and I don't want to <laughs> no. I don't want to go there. So I think it's the I think it's my students that keep me young. And do you still play guitar? A little bit, not <laughs> not a lot. Once in a while, I'll sit down and play, and I mean, I can st I can still do it, but mm -hmm. it it I I find that I'm actually I'm so busy giving lessons that mm -hmm. I don't find a lot of time to do those kinds of things. This is a, w a wonderful experience uh, to to share one kind of music to another, you know, kind of pass down 
to all your students to embrace uh, what what you, what you love mu- about music to yeah. what they need to like about music. Exactly, and and I think they have they have great teachers that are you know helping them become better musicians, and you know so it's kind of a cool package the whole mm-hmm. deal. Once again, I am Matt Donnelly, and here in the studio with me was percussionist from the Great Falls Symphony, Lori Wenger. And as always, it's been a a real pleasure interviewing you today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And this is KGPR Great Falls at 89.9 FM.